I'm Plaz Anderson. Welcome to Mornings with Plaz, the podcast. It's my endeavor to explore topics of God, family, finance, and in fact, a better you. We'll have conversations with people who have a unique perspective and actions you can take towards positive change. Thank you for joining me on this journey. And the journey starts now. Change by definition, in its simplest form, to undergo transition, transformation, or substitution. Example, for where I live, we go through four seasons. Spring, summer, fall, and winter. But change is inevitable and certain to happen, and it's unavoidable. Biblically speaking, Solomon in Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, to everything there is a season, any time, to every purpose under the sun. So with that, then the real question may be, whether it be good or bad, we're left with the circumstances and in some cases, overwhelming change, circumstances of overwhelming change. So what do we do with that? What do we do with what we're left with after change? I borrowed some points from um, a a woman by the name of Stephanie Starkis. And she has some points that I believe that are practical in just your everyday lives. And then I want to make sure that I back it up with biblical principles. Number one. Acknowledge that things are changing. Acknowledge the fact that things are changing. Sometimes we get so caught up in fighting change that we put off actually dealing with it. Denial is a powerful force and it protects us in many ways. However, stepping outside of it and saying to yourself, things are changing and it's okay can be less stressful than putting it off. Number two, realize that even good change can cause stress. Stress is just your body's way of reacting to change. It's okay to feel stressed even when something good has happened. In fact, it's normal. So let me give you an example. When you have a husband and wife and then they have a child. The mother is pregnant and she goes through the process of change. Her body is beginning to change through a nine month process in the development of the child. Her body is changing physically. Um, Her hormones are changing. So the whole, the woman as a whole is changing. Even the man is changing because he has to be able to adapt to try to help her. And so then the aftermath of the change is obviously you have a newborn baby, but then with the mom, then you have potentially postpartum depression. And that is something that is needed to be medically attended to. And the woman needs more attention and help to be able to get through that particular feeling. 
It's stressful, but it's a good stress because we have a new child. But then the more negative or difficult ch- uh, stress of the change is the postpartum depression that needs to be dealt with. Number three, keeping up your regular schedule as much as possible. The more change that is happening, the more important it is to stick to your regular schedule as much as possible. Number four, try to eat as healthily as possible. When change comes, stress comes with it. So we stress eat for comfort. Things such as carbs, breads, donuts, cakes, and so on. Try to avoid this as much as possible. I know that's easier, more easier said than done. I obviously obviously have that personal issue as well. I love sweets. I love cakes. But when it comes to stress, the answer is not to comfort eat. Number five, exercise. Exercise two to three times a week has been found to significantly decrease symptoms of depression. Even just walking around the block can help you feel better. Check with your doctor before starting an an exercise program. You You may not feel like it, but just getting out will jumpstart your motivation to continue on. Number six, seek support. It's okay to ask for help. It shows that you realize enough about yourself that at some point you realize that you need help. Number seven, write down the positives that have come from this change. Maybe due to this change in your life, you have met new people. Maybe you started practicing healthier habits. Maybe you became more spiritually or politically active. Maybe you became more assertive. Maybe the change has helped you prioritize what is most important in your life. Change presents us with the opportunity to grow, and it's important to acknowledge how things have become better as a result of change. Number eight. Be proactive. Being proactive means taking charge and working preventatively. This means you figure out what steps you need to take before something happens. Being reactive means you wait until something happens and then you take action. So let me give you an example that. Um, it's important to have life insurance so that when a drastic change happens, when you pass on, it's inevitable. It's something that is unavoidable. Life insurance is there to help to be able to deal with the drastic change that has happened. So for your loved ones, then they have a resource to be able to take care of maybe unsettled debts or 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 maybe just to help to get you through that process. Life insurance is something to help you to be proactive. It's something that you plan right now for what potentially will happen in the future. And finally, 
Give yourself a break. In a time of change, you may feel a little out of control. You may feel like you are not living up to your expectations of yourself. Remember that you are allowed to do less than what is humanly possible. Nothing says that you have to function at 100% all the time. So give yourself a break. Stop being so hard on yourself through, the, through this process of change. If you didn't perform like you thought you should, stop and regroup. Replan and then start something all over again. But give yourself a break. Biblically speaking, the word gives us some, some truths and it gives us some um, guidance on ways of dealing with the process of life and what we go through in life. Because the fact is that we are human and we are trying um, to find our way through life sometimes. And sometimes life does throw um, a little crook in the road sometimes. And you may not be able to deal with it head on like maybe someone else may deal with it. They may be prepared for change. You may be caught unprepared. That's possible. That's normal. But the word biblically here in Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, it says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to your own understanding. And that's where we get in trouble, that if you don't have core values, if you don't trust God, if you don't know God, if you don't know, if you don't have a relationship with him, then you'll tend to lean to your own ideas, to your own logic, to your own understanding. But the Bible clearly says in the book of instructions, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to your own understanding. In verse six, it says, in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Isn't that good to know that you can lean on God and he can give you direction. Psalms 119, 105, it says the word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. There is nothing that is no more frustrating um, than trying to find your way in a dark room. I'm guilty of that. Sometimes I just get up and I feel like I know my way around and I'll end up stubbing my toe on something or stepping on something where it is just easier to turn a light on and then you can see where you're going. Psalms 119, 105, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. First Timothy six and six. But godliness with contentment is great gain. If we go through life uncontrolled, without any kind of foundation, with any kind of core, if we are not rooted, rooted in the principles of life, in God's word, then we are living a unfulfilled life, uncontent always reaching and searching for fulfillment. But godliness with contentment is great gain. 
Now, finally, Hebrews 13. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Although things around us are constantly changing and there are levels to our change, some changes are light, some changes are intermediate, and some changes are overwhelming. And but one constant, but one constant in our lives, whether you believe him or not, and I compel you to to trust God and to believe Christ and to invite him in as your savior. Hebrews 13, it says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today and forever. He never changes towards us. His love never slacks towards us. So with that being in mind, with that being said, change is inevitable. But trust God through the process of change. Take your time. Walk through life with Christ in your heart and let him guide you and lead you through the course of life. And things will get better. Keep looking up. God bless. This is Plaz. I hope you enjoyed this episode on the topic of coping with change. I'm sure at one time or another, we've experienced change at some level that has caused some discomfort, to say the least. Also, I'd like to make you aware of my sister friend, Rita Fagan of Simply Rita. She has just released a special edition of Sympathy year 2022 poetry calendars and for a small fee you can own these wonderfully and thoughtfully made calendars with each month dedicated to heartfelt expressions of loved ones past i will link in the description her contact information for you to get your copy and this would be a great christmas gift and so with that i'd like to thank you for tuning in and listening to mornings with plows the podcast And on this episode, Coping with Change, episode six. And until next time, God bless you and keep looking up.